Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Welcome to the Think Inspire podcast with your boy, Coach Pat in the house. All right, so it's been a while. I have been focusing on this fight coming up. I'm fighting in less than 11 days. So 11 days from now, I'm going to my first exhibition boxing fight, three one-minute rounds. It's going to be quick. It's going to be fast. Don't blink. And I've been a big fight fan my whole life. So being in the ring myself, I'm channeling the inner Rocky as we speak right now. So this podcast is titled, I Nearly Had to Pull Out of My Fight. And I want to talk about something that happened a few weeks ago that gave me a bit of a shock. I couldn't believe it, really. Like the doc said, doesn't look good, man. My heart dropped. It really did drop. I went through a pretty downward phase. Um, I didn't believe him when he said it, but I did get pretty down. And um, you won't know. You no, no one on my social media, no one online, none of my friends or my family will ever, ever know when I'm feeling down. I just... I can't allow it. I've got too many people to help, you know, hundreds of people like look, look at me like a role model and having like thousands of people listen to this podcast, having thousands of people on my social media platforms all combined. We're looking at 10,000, 10,000 people combined. I'm not going to come on here and talk about me pulling out of a fight. It's not going to happen. Never has, never will. It brings me back to when I first competed in powerlifting. I couldn't walk seven days before my powerlifting comp. So when I went to do my deadlift, I knew that there was a high chance that I could be like a paraplegic after my powerlifting comp. So I got the best help, got the best support. I'm not going to let my gym down. And here we are, 11 days out, about to go fight for the first time in my life. And for anyone that is listening to this right now, I'm going to say this. This whole podcast was created because the, this whole podcast was created because I wanted to invite people to think about their dreams in a way where they can make it a real. And we've all heard the term, or maybe you haven't heard the term, make your dreams a reality. I'm living in a fantasy land right now. Like I could first, first hand say this. I didn't think I was going to be able to like walk into a ring one day and go imano or mano with another person. And we're t- trying to take each other's heads off. And now I'm here 11 days removed. And this is what had happened. So I went to the doctors to get a blood test. When I went to get this blood test, I told the doctor, I'm having pain in my ribs. And he's like, you have pain in your ribs. I'm like, how bad is it? I said, I can't walk. Like walking hurts. Like getting out of bed hurts. He's like, did you get punched? I'm like, yeah, I get punched all the time in, in, in practice. Like sparring, it's, it's all part of the game. There was no punch that I felt in sparring that made me feel like I was the fight was going to be in jeopardy. It's just the next day when I woke up, I couldn't get out of bed. And I... For those that don't know me, I get out of bed and I go for a run. The first thing in the morning I do is get out of bed and I go for a run. And I, let alone, couldn't stand up and walk. So it was pretty scary. It was really, really scary. And I went to see the doctor and he said, like, this guy is is basically the number one um, medical doctor for boxers in Melbourne, right? I got referred on to my trainers from Team Alice and he said, go see this guy. He's the best. He said to me, you might have a cracked rib. <laughs> He said, you might have a cracked rib. 
I sat there as I took that information. I said, what do you mean? He's like, you probably, I don't know if you're going to be able to fight. I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, what do you mean? No, no, no. I'm like, you don't know. He's like, I do know. (laughs) And he said it in a way where I didn't know who he was. And I looked around the walls and I'm like, okay, he's taking photos with Jackie Chan. I'm like, he's an actor. He doesn't know much. And I see, I see like um, these awards of him helping like the middleweight champion of the world in the eighties, the heavyweight champion of the world in the nineties. Like he's trained them throughout the his boxing camp. I'm like, okay, this guy knows his stuff. Patch the fuck up. So I said, what do I do? He said, look, what we're going to do is give it some rest, give it some time. Don't do any sparring for the next seven days. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm fighting. And the last thing you're going to do is tell me not to spar. So I gave it some rest. I can still feel it. You know, I can still, 11 days out, I'm not going to feel anything to be honest, because there's going to be so much adrenaline running through my veins and anyone that has ever been on stage before or anyone that had to like go and public speak or go to a sporting event where they're the actual focus, you know how it feels like everything stops, everything stops, everything slows down. And you can't feel anything. You feel numb. Like I've been on many stages before. Like I've got to speak in front of thousands of thousands of people when I released my book. So Transform Now was my first book I ever published. And when that came out, I um, I told, I, I got to announce it in front of 2,000 people. I've been on a stage with Tony Robbins and we had like 16,000 people on stage and we had to do this like this rapport building came in front of like tens and thousands of people. I'm not adverse to like, having a lots of spectators, but I am, this is different because when you walk into a ring, you're getting punched in the face. So, I mean, like what more reality can you possibly get? So I wanted to come in here and share some light of what, what, what's actually happening right now. Um, there's a lot going on for all my students that are a part of the dream team Academy for all the coaches that represent the dream team Academy. It's like anything that you wanted to pursue it can't just be a bucket list where you just write something out and don't let it fall into fruition. I know when I was like 17 years of age, I knew that like when I first saw a Mike Tyson fight, I knew one day I would like to test my Chinese ninja skills in the ring. And here we are 14 years later. For anyone that wants tickets, hit me up. I've got a few tickets left. For anyone that wants to support me, um, message me and I can tell you where to find the link to watch the fight. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. My prediction for the fight, I have an idea. I don't know who I'm fighting. They won't tell me until next week. I don't know who I'm fighting, but I have an idea. I have an idea, but I don't know exactly for sure, which makes me more nervous because... You know, at the end of the day, if you're a fight fan or if you've ever watched boxing before, Styles makes fights. So I don't know if he's going to be long. I don't know if he's going to be short. I don't know if he's going to be thick, skinny. I don't know if he's going to be fit. I don't know if he's going to be fast. I have no idea. All I know is every day I wake up, what can I do? And this is the type of principles and values I put into the Dream Team Academy. We don't complain. Like if you go in, if you ever get to join the Dream Team Academy, which we average five kilograms in the first five weeks. That's fat loss, by the way. If you ever get the opportunity to join our team, I want you to know this. There's never ever a day where people complain about the results they're not getting. It's because they know exactly what needs to be done. They wake up every day and the mentality that I like to give to everyone in the team, we got like 10 people working for the team, with over a hundred students. The number one thing that keeps people going is becoming 1% better. You wake up, 
Am I a little bit better than yesterday? And if you can feed that narrative every single day for the rest of your life, you're playing a winning game. You're playing a winning game. It could be going to the gym and doing an extra rep that you never did. It could be running on that treadmill and doing an extra K. It could be running an extra lap around the oval that you run in every morning. It could be the extra water that you drink before you go to bed because you're not drinking enough water. It could be that extra meal prep on the weekends because like, you know, on the weekends, you always have all these social gatherings and they kind of tip you over in your calories. It could be like that sneaky snack that you have at two o'clock in the morning, that Macca's run. You don't do that Macca's run. You go home, you drink water, you go to bed. Like all these little things, 1% better. And I want to tell you guys, the only reason why I'm able to like sit here with you now and like in t- half an hour time drive to the gym, do a light sparring session with my cousin is because I'm just having that 1% better mindset. Although I'm, I'm dealing with a crack rib, I'm not going to go to the gym and go all out. Like I can be a bit better. I mean, if you're dealing with adversity with your goals, you're in the right place. Don't ever think for a second that going into the gym because you're injured is a bad thing. We have people recovering from COVID. They come back in the next day. They're not smashing it. But the fact that they're there is the only thing that matters. I have a tattoo on my wrist. All right. So for anyone that doesn't follow, um, for anyone that's not seen this video, basically I've got a tattoo on my wrist and it says gratitude. Okay. What are you grateful for right now? As I'm speaking to all of my fellow podcast listeners, we've got over 1,500 downloads, over 140 episodes, I will say this. Some person out there right now would be would kill to have your life. Like literally, some person out there would kill to have two arms, two legs, a heartbeat. So every time you wake up, I want, you don't have to think about the less fortunate every day you wake up, but take some time throughout your day and realize you have an able body. You have an able physical body. You have a 24-hour timeline, just like every person on this planet. What do you want to do? Self-respect is like looking in the mirror and saying, I'm looking after my physical body because I know that nothing else is guaranteed. And 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, because of this work that I'm doing today, I'm going to be healthy and strong later so I don't have to follow my grandfather's, my grandmother's, my great-great-grandfather's um lineage of diabetes and cancer and smoking and alcohol alcoholism like you don't have to follow that just because your grandparents uh, are doing that you know you can flip it it stops with you okay it stops with you you can tell your kids your great grandkids that hey i lived a healthy life and i chased after my goals and i want to pursue those values into the next generation i mean what legacy do you want to leave okay Sometimes, yeah, you think about your day-to-day, but your day-to-day matters. Your day-to-day actually matters. Like what you do right now, tonight matters. What you do tomorrow matters. If you go through life and you have that nihilistic, atheist point of view, like nothing else matters, so just do anything, you'd probably be in jail, you know? You'd probably be in jail right now. You'd probably do, you're not following social, like proper structure. Like, I mean, look at all the people that we admire, work hard, play hard, train hard, be giving, be nice. Be loyal, be respectful. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like all these things that we were taught when we were younger, if you don't, obviously that is the way to live, but are we actually pursuing that every day? And something I want you guys to think about. So anytime you go through like a goal and you're, you, let's say you hit a roadblock. Let's say you're trying to lose the next three, four, five kilograms. Let's say you're, you're stuck at a, like a deadlift PV. Let's say like, you know, you kind of track your dream partner because like you don't feel very 
your sexual market value right now is very low because you haven't looked after yourself in such a long time. You don't even know how to talk to the opposite sex. Let's say you just completely have no game when it comes to dating. Let's say maybe your relationship that you have right now has fizzled out. The energy's gone. There's no fucking chemistry. Whatever it is, it's your responsibility to put the ball back in your court and say, what the fuck am I going to do with this? And the most beautiful thing is you can do whatever you want. I want to empower you right now with this message and say this. Everything that you're going through, you can flip on its head and create a new story. Oh, I'm fat. I can't do this. Could easily flip it. Oh, I'm fat, which means I've got lots of weight to lose, which means every day I'm not going to waste a second to help myself lose this weight because this matters. And anyone that tells me that I'm beautiful is only going to make me stay closer to my comfort zone. So it's going to take me longer to lose the weight. If I tell myself I'm fat, I'm not attractive, I'm not good enough. This is not a bad thing. It gives me the urgency to make the necessary changes every day for the next three, four, five, six, seven weeks to get past this period of my life so I never have to struggle ever again. And then it's maintenance. Here's another one. Oh, I'm poor. I'm poor. I'm broke. I never get the opportunities like everyone else. Flip that fucker. I'm poor. I'm broke. I will create opportunities. I will find the right people. I will find the right network. I'll get myself out of this shitty situation and be the best version of me. Flip, 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 flip. Flip every fucking negative narrative you have in your life right now and watch things change. Watch things change. That is all, guys. I'm coming here to say I had a crack whip a week ago. I'm still going to fight. We've got 11 days left. Only time will tell, but I'm coming out with the W. I don't play to participate. I play to win. And the famous words of our, one of the most charismatic fighters of all time, I'm not here to take part. I'm here to take over. All right. So I'll see you on the 14th of May. Thank you for listening to the Think Inspired podcast with your boy, Ninja Pat. I'm out. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram, at Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me the word energy.